This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. It's a podcast day. It's a uh, guest boomer as we do the podcast. No. I didn't hear. No, maybe, possibly, not sure. What did you say? Uh, what did you? No, no, you did. You said you referenced something about, yes, this is what a fight is like in prison. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. I did laugh at that. When he was shoving Craig into the corner. Yes, I did hear that. And then I stepped away. Let's get a little physical. I was, absolutely, of course. Yes. You did, yeah, you did a nice duck out, Jerry. I had to get out. Craig was in the corner and Boomer was punishing him. All right, so here's what we'll do. All right. You can either take this whole thing or I'll go right now. Three, two, one. Hey, we do a podcast. It's up to Al. Oh, What's hi, going Jerry. on, man? How are you? <laughs> so uh, a couple of things here, Jerry. So Dunkin' Donuts uh, came in today. Yeah. And they made donuts with our faces and our bodies on them. I hear there's no sugar in them and they're breakfast. Well, we know that's not true. Donuts so do good. have sugar. No, in it. I know. I'm kidding. But I each of our, donuts. we've got an Eddie donut, yes, a Jerry donut, an Al donut, and then a Boomer and Geo, yes, team donut. Yep. We actually got our own individual donuts. They got the, which is very the, cool. The team donut. I thought though, like Dunkin' Donuts should put those in, like I want the Jersey Shore area to have Belmar, <laughs> Asbury, any that area. It would be me, right? Right. Then you would get the like your Monmouth County. <laughs> yeah, you would get you would get Hazlitt, Matawan, Matawan. Yeah. yeah, that area. Eddie would get Edison, <laughs> Colonia, Woodbridge. That's pretty funny. Then Boomer and Geo would get Long, Long Island, all Long Island. Yeah, that's actually a pretty good idea. I think people would like that. Or you could just put me, you, and Eddie in one, all of New Jersey, and they get okay. Long Island. Oh, that's kind of cool. I like that. Why not? <laughs> That's a very that's a great idea. I don't know when they say time to make the donuts. I don't know where they're actually made. Yeah, and how that works. Right, but that is kind of cool. And if the individual stores have the ability to make these donuts that they made, that's right. I they probably made these that. at the corporate level, Jerry. Which were tremendous. It was really good. I ate my face. Yeah, I did. I did send these to my uh, a picture to my sisters and my mom. No, that's nice. I yeah. should do that as well. I hope you're proud. Your your boys. I am. Your I'm... your boy is on a Dunkin' Donut. I'm bringing six donuts home to my boys. That's very nice. I did get to thinking. I feel like I could run a Dunkin' Donuts. You can run anything. Well, 
I'm trying to think, like, what would be the franchises you think you could run based on what you know of going into the franchise? You mean without training, just kind of walking in and running them? No, I mean a little training. You'll get some training. but like, I really think any of them. But some of them seem more complicated than others. Like, I, I feel like... I feel like I could run a Dunkin' Donuts. It's manageable, right? You got your donuts. It's a little more complicated than you think. Well, you know what it is? They, they throw a bunch of different menu items throughout yeah, they the offer year. They a lot. There's a, yeah, there's a, there, there might be too much for me to mm-hmm. run one, but I think I could run a Jersey Mike's 100%. Okay. Right? You just, I don't see why not. A Subway. Could definitely run a Subway. Mm-hmm. And... Could you run a fast food joint? I don't know. Like a McDonald's or a Wendy's or a Burger King? <sighs> I don't know. I'll what... tell you what you could run. Yeah. And I know what I would love to run. Pizza shop or ice cream. Okay, I'd let me ask you this, cream. though. Would you want to run a franchise or your own store? Well, I think you'd rather run. See, I think this comes down to being an employee or not. While you own your own store, you're ultimately still working for someone. And I know it's a franchise fee, but you still have to follow their rules. Right. And in a lot of cases, like I know, for instance, Subway, I don't know if they're still like this, but they are rigid with their rules. And when they send you the food, they have it weighted. So they know how much you should be selling, what percentage-wise ends up going as waste. Like their system is pretty set. I don't want to answer anybody. So if I was going to spend the time and the money to open up my own place and you told me, I'd rather be a little less successful with my own place than more, as long as there's success and it's worth it, I'd rather make a little bit, I know it sounds stupid because- That makes sense. I'd rather a little more freedom. Yes. I'd rather make a little bit less money and not be bothered by the man rather than run a place and have demands put on me that I might not agree with. Right. Now, the benefit of being a franchisee is that you already have name recognition. Yeah, right? once you open the doors, you're going to have a customer base probably. Yeah, so like, let's say, for example, I always talk about opening a coffee shop, yeah. right? People might drive by and be like, Al's Coffee. But they see Dunkin' Donuts. They, they know what Dunkin' right Donuts oh, is. Oh, absolutely. Right, they know. That's why I think some of the, like a, just using a coffee shop as an example, uh, like the franchises, like a, a Dunkin' Donuts, a Starbucks, they can't get by just selling coffee. They make specialty drinks, right? Yeah. So what do you get at Dunkin'? You know, we hear the commercial for, like, the mango yeah. uh, iced coffee, you know, different frappuccinos mm-hmm. and all these things. So that people get hooked on that. They're like, oh, I get – I only like Dunkin' coffee. Yes. Like, I'll, I'll hear people say that with the K-Cups. I only get the Dunkin' K-Cups, right? So there is some name brand recognition. But you're right. You, you then do have to follow – all the rules. Yeah, which in most cases is a method of success. Right. That doesn't mean a place won't close down. There are franchises that do close down, but far fewer than the ones that are your own place. I also think it's tough when you're building out a place to be a franchisee because you've got to build to their specifications, their color scheme. Yeah, but they have a lot to do with that. They come in. I'm almost certain that they will come in and help with that so that it's done properly. They're not going to tell you, here are the plans, get it done. (laughs) You're going to get a design consultant that's going to go out from Dunkin' Donuts, and they're probably going to recommend a few different contractors to make sure the job is done the right way. Yeah. I don't know that, but I'm almost certain. Again, my friend ran a subway. 
Right, and then but and then I bet even when your construction is done, they come in and they take pictures, oh. send pictures, to, or someone from the franchise has to come inspect Absolutely. it. Um, why is this Dunkin' Donuts blue and gray? Yeah, well, I love those colors. Right, right. That's not acceptable. Yeah. I will tell you, though, in terms of running a place, so there's one by me. I, when I tell you they are run like a well-oiled machine. What company? Which Dunkin' one? Donuts. The Dunkin', okay. Um, that you get on the drive through line, because they've actually never really opened their doors fully since the pandemic. Their hours for inside are only like 7 to noon. That's it. Used to be they were open until 10 p.m., and the drive through was 24 hours. They've never reopened after noon. A lot of places did yeah. that, like by me as well. So you get on this drive through line. There could be 12 cars on the drive through and I don't even blink because I know I'm going to be in and around within five minutes. They're that good. When I was in Myrtle Beach, there are not many Dunkin' Donuts around. And I'm, I'm one ice. I don't know about the – I've never had Dunkin' Donuts K-Cups. I'm sure they're great. I like Dunkin' Donuts coffee. I just think it's be- – I don't like Starbucks. You know that. I, whatever. Um, so I will seek out a Dunkin' Donuts when I'm away. So I found one. It was like eight minutes away from the hotel. So I go there. And I go to the drive-thru, and the drive-thru line was long. And I sat there for five minutes and didn't move. I'm like, all right, I'm going in. So I go back, park the car, go in. The line was long. So I had time to look around. So there's a uh, efficiency rating. And the average time per car online, I don't know how they measure, but the computer's right there, and you can see it. The one I'm talking about by my house, I've never seen their efficiency rating under 85%. Maybe eighty. So hundred would be perfect. Hundred would be perfect. Okay. This place's efficiency rating, no joke, was at four percent. Four. And the average car was sitting there for seventeen minutes. Can't have that. No. You're commuting to work. It's ridiculous. So in terms of running a place, it depends on how busy it is, and you better know what you're doing. The other weird thing is, I don't understand why when something is successful, right? So like for the longest time, Duncan was just a you know east coast type thing and then california started getting them well for the longest time they weren't there why why like we don't have in and out burger here why i don't know no one's paid the money to do it i guess i don't know i can't believe it's a protected territory right but right something must be up that no one has i don't know opened an in and out burger here i don't know it's a great question no you see very few of here too but you do see occasionally is uh checkers yeah, they're around. We're down in Florida where they're I was living. Over. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. There's checkers everywhere. I don't know. I guess just because of the popularity in an area doesn't mean it's going to translate somewhere else. I don't know why it wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, In-N-Out Burger, they talk about on, on sitcoms. Right. Like, that would be something that I would think you would find, like, McDonald's everywhere. Like, like I wonder. I don't know why it's You not. and I reach out to In-N-Out Burger. We would like to open an In-N-Out Burger in Matawan, New Jersey. No problem. Franchise fee is a million dollars. What? And you need a net worth and um, probably need a net worth of about three million, and you're going to need fluid cash on hand about five million. If you can meet all that criteria, let's open. I can't meet that criteria, Jerry. I'm telling you, they. I'm going to need investors. Uh, well, as long as they can pass all those Provide criteria, my, but then I'm now I'm now I'm working for those people, my investors. Um, yes and no. I mean, it, it's interesting. So I'm looking at In-N-Out Burger locations. You click on... Fra- I love when places say, do you want to be a franchisee? Click here. Oh, they all do. Uh, so let's see. The closest one. Yeah, there's nothing near us. Nothing at all. We need to be franchisees, Jerry. You want to be a fran... Well, this, a franchisee, see, yeah. What's interesting to me is how do you start a franchise? 
You mean if I want to get a jersey's mics, how do I do that? Yeah, no, 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 no. So let's say we start Alan, oh, okay. Alan Jerry's coffee house. How do we get people that want to open those? It has to get wildly popular here. Like if you're successful, like what's the location. level of success for one location that you could all of a sudden say, hey, if you'd like a franchise? I don't know. I think it would have to be like down the Jersey Shore, they have these Rook coffees. Right. I know Rook. Crazy. I mean, this is a company that somehow gets people to put stickers on their car. Yes. Right? Very popular. Them and pliables. Mm-hmm. People will advertise for you with stickers on their cars. Right. But I think like the Rook Coffee people own all the Rook Coffees, and there's only maybe five of them. So that's not really a franchise then. I mean, it right, is, but, but what you would, can't buy in. Yeah. But like if I called them and said, hey, I want to open a, a Rook in Bradley Beach, would they work with me or would they say, no, we run everything? Like this is our business. Well, We're not a franchise. And here's the answer. in and out Burger is not a franchise. You cannot. It is a privately held family business. So, so that is your decide. answer. Why no? Why it's not here? They don't want to travel east coast to check in on their stores. Correct. Yeah, isn't that interesting? Yeah. So there's your answer. Unfortunately, you cannot franchise this burger chain. Wow. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. I did not know that. I think it's- some of the fast food places would be hard to run because you're dealing with a lot of part timers. Oh, and really? part. Timers, young people. Yeah, young teenager yes. part-timers, Jerry. Unreliable. Well, that's partly, listen, all teenagers are going to be, most of them are going to be unreliable. But one thing about the ice cream shop that I like, though, is usually it's like teenage girls that are happy-go-lucky. I'm sure they come and go. They're not staying for very long, right. a year, six months, whatever. But it's, I always find, and you tell me if this is right or wrong, I always find whenever I go into Carvel, where there's a Ralph's Ice and Ice Cream place by our house, People are just happy. Slinging ice cream makes people well, happy. I'm not saying the workers. I'm saying the the clients are just happy. They're there for ice cream. They're usually there with the kids. What could go wrong? You're here for ice cream. You know, it just seems like a, a, a fun place to be. I don't know. Now, Gina's son this summer worked at, uh, the hell's the name of the place where you get burritos and things? Uh, I don't know. It's so popular. How about, uh, Chipotle. Oh, okay. So he worked at Chipotle. And he was into it. Yeah. Like, he was into... That's another one I think I could run. It's very okay. organized. Yes, it is organized. Like a assembly line. Right. In the morning, they come in and they cook all the chicken. They cook the beef. Duh, duh, duh. There's always somebody cooking. Then their other stuff is divided. Yep. They have one person walking you through. You want this. You want this one. They hand it off to a cashier. That person's just dealing with the cashier. It works well. Yeah. But I was able to see one of his, like, training books... And they do have, like like you said, they're very, like you were talking about that subway where they know if I send you this much turkey, mm-hmm. it should last you this many sandwiches. Yep. It was the same with here, like with the, this is how much chicken, this scoop, this scooper to the yes. top. No more, no less. Yeah. You know. Or you're paying for it. Yeah, for everything. Because if you think of a place like McDonald's that has so many locations, if every place is giving a couple extra fries to every order. You're losing millions of dollars. Nationwide? Yeah. yeah. Sounds crazy, but that's true. Right. Very true. Yeah, it's interesting. The McDonald's thing is fascinating to me from when Kim and I went to Atlantic City Friday. We came back Saturday morning. We came, we stopped at a diner, actually, which we never do. 
We left the diner, got on the highway, and then boom, there was a McDonald's right on the left. So this was like in between breakfast and lunch. It was about 1030. The amount of cars on the drive-thru, it had to have been, because they got the two now. That, yeah, you know, whatever. McDonald's does. There had to have been 16 cars on the drive-thru. And the parking lot wasn't mobbed, but it was busy. I'm like, these places are gold mines. Like, it's just, we can talk about health and nutrition all we want. These places are packed and always will be. You know what one that is always packed? Chick-fil-A. Yes, which I don't always understand. huge lines. Always. I don't get it. Like I, And teenagers love Chick-fil-A now. So I said to my son, who he's one of these Chick-fil-A people he's too, He's a teenager. Of I said, loves Chick-fil-A. Can you please explain to me why? Like, what is it about Chick-fil-A that's so amazing? Like, I love it. It's great. When we go on the, when we go on, um, when I'm flying with Rutgers on charters, we usually have Chick-fil-A on the bus before we get the food on the plane, before we land and get more food when we get to the hotel. A lot of food. Yeah, within it's ridiculous. But whatever, you get this gigantic box of Chick-fil-A. It's really good. I am not disparaging it at all. I ain't waiting online for a half hour for it. Ain't that good? No. It's fine. But supposedly that line moves like that too. Well, they have people it's... outside taking your yeah. orders, so it's very smart the way they do it. But this, I don't... So when you ask him, what did he say? He's like, oh, it's just better. Like, no, it's not. I'm like, I'm telling you, it's not that much better than a Kentucky Fried Chicken Sandwich or a McDonald's Chicken Sandwich or, or the Burger King Chicken Sandwich. Or right. the, they're a good. million of them. There's no way that this, this Chick-fil-A Chicken Sandwich is that much better. It's not. Hey, give me a break already. Hell, it's a bun, a piece of chicken, a pickle, and a bun. It's not that good. It's, it, it's good. It's fine. My sister's got kids that are uh, 19, 16, and 13. Yeah. For any of their birthday parties or graduation, she has to get a tray of Chick-fil-A nuggets. The nuggets, which they are go fine. Nuts. Now, I will tell you, those are different. Like, I don't, I think McDonald's nuggets are terrible. But the Burger King ones, the Wendy's ones, they're phenomenal. Like, I think they're better than Chick-fil-A, but people think, Gotta get Chick-fil-A. Gotta get Chick-fil-A. That and they love the Chick-fil-A sauce. You know what the best thing Chick-fil-A has? No joke. Waffle fries. Uh, those are good. Boom. Their chocolate chip cookie is insane. Might be my favorite cookie. Is it like fresh baked there? It's awesome. Yeah. It is so good. That's one thing they got all these other places on. Like Wendy's has you with the Frosty. Right. Uh, Carvel's soft serve ice cream is pretty good. Um, but the, the Chick-fil-A cookie is ridiculous. Jersey Mike's has a very nice chocolate chip cookie also. Do they? That they make there and they package up right okay. there. I was it's also very good. Well, I didn't double know Tree Chick- Hotels, too. Oh, yes. double tree. I love the Double Tree Hotel chocolate chip cookie. Yep. Absolutely. Hmm. It's funny when I've gotten, in, in the past, I've gotten on the bus. I'm like, I don't want the box. I don't need the food. I know we're Give me eating. the box. I know we're eating in 10 minutes on the plane and then in another hour at the hotel. I'm like, I don't need it. And then, you know, my partner, Joe Boylan, uh, my former partner, you know, he'd have the sandwich and everything. And then he would be like, cookie. I'm like, dude, get that away from me. Okay. <laughs> it's like, now that it's in my face. All right. He would like, try to tempt you with the cookie. Yes, as a joke. But and I would eat it. Yeah. Because it was so good. Oh, my God. It's hard. It is hard not eating bad stuff. Yeah. You know, when it's, the... when it's presented to you. Oh, Yes. Right, it's easy to try to avoid it on your own, but if it's right there in your face. Yes, absolutely. Amazing. Like right now, I'm starving for uh, Chick-fil-A. Not a Dunkin' Donuts that's right in your face? Oh, and a Dunkin' Donuts for dessert. There you go. I like that. A chi- 
Well, how would you feel if you had a box of Ch- of Chick Fil A nuggets mm-hmm. and waffle fries after the way you've eaten over the last? Yeah, it would probably throw me off for a little bit. Yeah, you would not be doing well. It would throw off my system. You might land in the bathroom for a while. I might. Certainly possible. Yeah. All right, so we've decided one: we would rather own our own place than be a franchisee. I would. But if we had to be a franchisee, there are certain ones we think we could run. No, you said that. I did. Well, I, I could too with training. Yeah, with a little training. I do believe that, yes. That's true. I also wonder why, like, what about, let me ask you this then. Here's one I wouldn't want to do. A convenience store. 7-Eleven. That too, looks like they get robbed too much. Well, it's not only that. It's the, There's so much freight that's got to get turned over yeah. overnight. It's like a mini supermarket. Right. It's too much stuff. You're dealing with the, you got to keep sure the Slurpee machines are yeah. full and working, the soda machine, Coffee's all those coffees. Be hot and ready at all right, times. or it gets dumped. Yeah, no, I'll pass. I have no Wawa, 7 Eleven, no thanks. Yeah. I give you credit for, I'm not doing it. Yeah, you know what? I wouldn't do. I wouldn't run Mm-mm. one of those. I would not want to do that. No. Let me ask you this the last question, Jerry. Okay. I'm not going anywhere. Okay. Do you notice any franchises? that have friendlier staff in general. Like, I'll give you an example and then see if you have a... To me, no matter what Jersey Mike's I've been in, and I've been in many, the staff is always friendlier than normal. Like, I yeah, think I they not, go... I haven't experienced that. At Jersey Mike's? No, the same. Really? No, the friendliest places I've ever gone, and it's probably because they know us, is the Romeo's Pizza place we go to because it's been not every Friday, but a lot of Fridays for, my God, 15 years. And you said ice cream places you think ice are friendly. Ice cream places are always friendly. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're all, there are certain Carvels that maybe haven't been, but the one by me is pretty good. And then I will tell you, and they're not all, the Dunkin' Donuts I'm talking about by my house, phenomenal. Always pleasant, not rude. And I'm not saying all Dunkin' Donuts. That's not not being a show for them. The one by me is outstanding. But I don't know. Is there a specific franchise? Mm, no, I don't know. Yeah. I don't I, know. I would also put uh, that burrito place I was mentioning. That burrito place? I can't, Jerry, my memory sh- sh- sucks. <laughs> Dude, I know. What the hell is it called? What is it called? <laughs> Chipotle. <laughs> That's it. I'm sitting here blow the blank stare myself. So They've been very friendly at no, the Chipotle's I've been then. That's one of those places I don't get to go to because my kids don't care for it and my wife has no interest. I like it. I've only gone twice, but I'm not going myself. I like the bowl. I get a little brown rice, yeah. get some black beans, get some chicken, yep. some corn and be- beans and corn. Yeah, I'm with you. I like that Lettuce. stuff. Lettuce. But they don't like it. They don't go for it. No. So we get pizza. Right. I'm fine with me. Just not quite as healthy. Right. And you would not want a Pizza Hut franchise. You'd rather open your own pizza. Yeah, I don't. If you look at pizza shops, you don't need. Most pizza places are individually family owned. Yeah. I mean, they're not really. I wouldn't want a Papa John's or I want to. I would want to make my own types and and kind of fool around with different types of pies. Although at this point, they've all been done. Yeah. I mean, there was one the other day we were in um, uh, in Atlantic City. I walked past one pizza place on the boardwalk. They had chicken parm pizza. I'm like, all right, we're getting ridiculous. Chicken now. parm pizza. Yeah. Mm. I mean, which is nothing more than putting breaded chicken pieces on the pizza, but that's what they called it. Okay. I mean, it was silly. When I see the commercials for Domino's, 
Yeah. That looks very organized as well. It is. You got I, the guy flipping so. the boxes to make yeah. the pop the boxes, other people slinging things in the Underrated oven. Underrated job right there at a pizza place. The box. The guy that makes the boxes. Because if they ain't ready, you want to talk about the day getting thrown into a a whirlwind. Right, slowing down the line. Man, because well, I can tell you from experience from doing it years back, you get to some of those busy times. Like when you hit 4.30 on Friday. During Lent. the uh, Forget Lent. <laughs> oh, my God. Then the phone starts at 4 o'clock. You're taking orders, maybe even earlier. Yeah. You st- you get to 4, 4.30 on Friday. The phone doesn't stop. And so it's literally like, you know, you know, Romeo's, please hold. Romeo's, please hold. They got three lines. All right, you take the order. You go to the next guy. You start taking the order. Romeo's. And it's just nonstop. And it's ticket after ticket after ticket. And you're constantly making pizza one after the other. And they got to get in. They got to get out. And the boxes got to be ready. If those boxes aren't ready, good luck. You might shut the doors. You'll be out of business really quick. Right. And Domino's has that guy who has, like, the world's record for pizza box making. Is this true? Yeah. Okay. I know they stopped with the 30 minutes or less thing because a couple of their drivers got in accidents. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. They stopped that a long time ago. Mm, yeah, Don't you remember s- 30 minutes or less yeah. where it's free? Yeah. That's that's not a good idea. <laughs> right. Driving through the streets to get you your pizza. Yeah. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up program. All right. We'll be back here tomorrow on a Wednesday now. We do have no Mets. We do have no Yankees. Oh, no, we do have Mets. Tomorrow's only Wednesday. <laughs> Mets we have tonight. Mets and Yankees tonight, which will be breaking down tomorrow morning. You could bet your bet your bottom do- dollar, as Annie would say, at 5 a.m. Soup! Right. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, good morning, 5 o'clock. I'm Jerry Recco. Warm-up show coming up in just a moment. The Yankees beat the Mets last night at Yankee Stadium 4-2 to two in the series opener. Where's my music? 4-2 in the series opener. We're coming up with the warm-up show in just a moment. The Jets did win 24-16 last night at MetLife Stadium as well. No Jacob DeGrom tonight. Taiwan Walker goes for the Mets. Well, what are you going to do? We will get DeGrom on Thursday. Hit the open. <laughs> Alan Jerry, 
Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Right, here we go. It's 5.01. It would usually be 5.02, but the anchor didn't show up. I'm not sure where he is or who he is, so we get an extra minute with you. The Eddie Scazzeri, nice to see you in New York City. All good. And uh, his name is Al Bucko Dukes. What's up, man? Good morning, Jerry. Do you know that I didn't see a single story this morning on the Jet game? I didn't see a thing. Um, and I look in my usual spots. Like I didn't. Nothing lo- popped up. That's interesting. I didn't check the New York Post like yeah. I normally do the football section. Yeah. I just read the uh, the Associated Press game story. I watched a couple of highlights, and that'd be that. What were the highlights? What'd you see? Anything exciting? I don't uh, know the Bradley I and I fumble return for a touchdown. All right. I mean, they were yeah, they were winning seventeen sixteen at the time, and then that made it twenty four sixteen. Fair enough, Jerry. That was I'll take your word for it. Yeah. It didn't even get covered here. Yeah, I, you know what? With I think if the Mets were playing the Rockies last night and the Yankees were playing the A's, I might have turned it on. I knew the game was. I knew they were playing. But with the Mets-Yankees, there was no chance I was turning that game on. This is the no buzz that Joe Flacco brings to the Jets. He didn't play. Right, but I'm saying, like, the fact that Zach Wilson's out, it's it's hurtful. But Mike White did start. I do like Mike White. I know you do. I feel like he's gotten a raw deal. Like, he didn't get a chance to keep it going. Well, he was okay last night. He didn't do much of anything, but he was okay. That's fine. I'll take okay. He was all right. Now, Jerry... The Mets and the Yankees. Yeah. I did have this game on, and I watched it, and I wasn't liking the. It got off to a weird start. Well, you're don't bury the headline. Yeah. How in the hell? And I know the answer is Craig. How the hell do Tommy Cmac and Keith McPherson sit in the second row right behind home plate? Uh, well, I was listening to their program. Okay. Uh, yesterday. That's awesome, by the way. One of Craig's friends, who he didn't identify, I don't think he did. Uh, had these tickets and couldn't okay. use them. Wow. What and, great uh, handed seats. them over to those fellas. That was awesome, and I couldn't get my eyes off them the entire game. Now, they were supposed to. Craig said that in order to give them the seats, they would have to lift their shirt off, shirts up. They'd have to stand up and lift their shirts up at the top of the second inning for the second batter. Well, they didn't do that, did they? No. I didn't see that. I didn't see that You either. know what? I saw Keith McPherson fired up on every two-strike count. And who was the fella between? It was Tommy, I don't know. I asked, C-Mac, a random it guy. It was I driving me nuts. I said to my son, I'm like, who is that guy in between McPherson and McMonagall? Maybe that was the guy who had the tickets. Oh, maybe. Then okay. just a, then a, either a row up ahead of them or to, to, to the side, Willie Randolph yes, was there. which they showed prominently, and they were discussing the trade the Pirates made of Willie Randolph. It was kind of cool, actually. I remember meeting Willie Randolph during one of these uh, softball games. Yeah. The guy was so pleasant. Very nice man. Very pleasant. Yep. Just seemed like a guy who's enjoying life. He's living life, Jerry, and enjoying it. It's amazing to me that Willie Randolph has never gotten another manager's job. Yeah. Maybe he not, didn't want one? I don't I know. I don't know about that because he went Hey, back, Willie! Hey, Willie! I think he did go back and coach again. Yeah? But I don't even know. I think he, hmm, I think he interviewed for the Orioles job. I don't remember when exactly, but after the Mets gig. But I don't, I don't remember his name really ever coming up again. And You're he, right. It's not like the Mets didn't play well under him. I mean, I understand what happened, but they did win a lot of games. But I don't know. And then you saw Billy Crystal. They showed him. I did. He looks old. Yeah. And he, I don't know. Billy Crystal might be in his 70s, right? He did look old. It was kind of... Whenever I see older people now that we knew as younger, and this happened with Billy Crystal, this is why sure. I bring it up, I just think of like... If I could take Billy Crystal from when Harry met Sally and show him Billy Crystal today, just like we're going to see ourselves. Like, if you could show yeah. me today, me in my 70s, 
would I be? I think what you look like now. Pleasantly surprised? Yeah. Or would I be like, oh, boy. I don't anticipate you changing much. Just my bald head will get wrinklier, probably Maybe. liver spots. I think if you continue eating the way you eat and living the lifestyle that you live, I don't know that you're going to change a whole lot. I'll take that. I'm yeah. just getting more and more look like the guy in those great adventure commercials. I don't know that guy. Yeah, he was a, he would do weird dances. Oh, no, I do know that yeah. guy. You don't want to look like him. Right, but I think that's where I'm going in old age. Maybe. Yeah. If you gain weight. Okay. That fair, by the way, Billy Crystal, 74. Okay, good for him then. So he's doing well. But yeah, he just, he, he's he looked, one of those guys old. I haven't seen him in a long time. Yep. So when I saw him, I'm like, oh, he looks like he's aged. Yeah. You know, the other guy I was thinking of in that in that regard was uh, Michael Douglas. Yes. Who, I all I think of is him in Fatal Attraction. Is that the movie, right? Yeah. Fatal Attraction. And he was so young and vibrant. Michael Douglas is now 77. You know what sucks when you get all there? And I saw this on Billy Crystal, so, and this is clearly not just a Billy Crystal thing. It says we all It's age. us. Our skin loses tightness. Yeah. So, like, he had a loose skin, like, the and the neck. My, my neck is going that way, of course. Mm. But that's what sucks. Why does our skin become less... It's telling you it's time. Elastic, el- elastic-y. That's your first sign, it. It's, it's time to yeah. go. <laughs> I'm going to get myself some skin tightness when I get uh, older. You will? Oh, yeah. I'm going just, right under the knife, Jerry. Skin tightness. Just get a tattoo. A nice uh, nice scarf tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just go. Just I'll just move to a cooler climate and wear scarves all the time. Perfect. There you go. Move Cover to Denver. My neck. There you go. So the Yankees won last night, 4-2. Oh, I was saying it got off to a weird vibe. I agree. With that. Was it the second inning where that weirdness took place? Where... You're talking about to play a third? Yeah. So you're talking about the sacrifice fly. The sack fly. And then Scherzer. Where Marte throws home. Right. And then with a very close play. Great throw. And then before Scherzer, before the ball is put back in play, and before they go to appeal it, you got Rizzo running from first to second. Scherzer throws it into center field. Umpires come out and say, relax, stop, plays dead, nothing happened. And then you got Rizzo as he's trying to talk to the umpire, telling Lindor, shut the bleep up. Yes. It was, yes, it was interesting. So that's what I was wondering. I was wondering who he said shut the bleep up I think up it was to. Lindor. I'm pretty sure. I'm not 100% I, sure I wasn't there, but the way it was presented on TV, I think Lindor. Okay, because I was like, if he would have said that to Max Scherzer, that would have been a problem. Scherzer might have punched him in the face. Yes. It's possible. I, I did like that Scherzer hit Benintendi. After right uh, off the bat, Nimmo got hurt. It got hit right yeah. off the bat. But then, of course, he comes around the score, which stinks. Yeah, walks and hit by pitches. Not yeah. good. Yeah, I didn't let you know. Uh, I don't know. It did not have a good feeling as a Met fan. It just didn't feel. You know what I right. felt watching the game? It felt like to me, if I'm a Yankee fan or someone within the Yankee world, this was the type of game maybe we needed to get right. Because it wasn't about the home. I know that Judge hit the home run. I know that. But they also worked their way to score a couple of runs conventional ways as opposed to just waiting for the home run. They played relative. I thought, um, not that it would have made a whole hell of a lot of difference, but I thought the play that, wow, oh God, what's the kid's name? Oswaldo, the new kid. that Cabrera? Was, yeah, who was playing Look second at me, base. Jerry. Um, the kid that played second base, when Beatty hits that shot to him, that could have started an inning, and he knocks it down, and he runs it down, and still throws him out at first. I thought that was a sign of good things. And also the fact that Herman, you know, Herman takes a line drive off the leg. In that at bat, it was uh, that was the McCann at bat. I think it was 12 or 13 pitches. Before that at bat, the Mets were swinging. And I like, I like being aggressive, so I don't have an issue with it. 
But Herman was just cruising. His pitch count in the sixth inning was like 52, which was unbelievable because you want to get in the Yankee bullpen because they're so banged up. But he was able to take it into the seventh. And who knows, if they don't drop that pop-up by Alonzo, maybe he, I don't know, maybe pitches eight innings. Who knows? Right, so Alonzo pops the ball up. It goes, uh, the, who collided? It was Cabrera. And, and that must have still been Marwin Gonzalez, right? In right yes. field? I think, yeah, he was in the game. So, yes. They collided and neither one caught it. And then uh, Vogelback hits the home run, two-run score. Yep. You're right. Had that uh, not been dropped? Who knows? Who knows what yeah. happened? Hey, he, was, he, was, he really did a good job as... Keith said at one point he is attacking the strike zone, and it was it was good. He was really good last night. Yeah, and was, Scherzer was off. Yes, he wasn't bad, but he wasn't. He didn't have the pinpoint. When we saw him, when I went to that game with Boomer at City Field, his control was spot on. Last night, aside from like the one at bat with Judge in the first inning, he just didn't seem like himself. So I did like there was a one point I think Herman struck out. Uh, our shortstop. Francisco Lindor? Yeah, Jerry Mike. Are you going to say Kevin Elster? No. A minus two, by the way. And, uh, yeah, they kind of, Lindor kind of left. They, like, had some sort of exchange. Mm-hmm. A pleasant exchange, it seems like. Like, I got you. I got you. I got you. And, or, you got me. Yeah. Which I like to see. I like to see playfulness on the baseball field, Jerry. That was good. Yeah, so, well, you do? You don't want to see them hate each other? I like both. I like. Oh, okay. uh, I just like emotion. I like. You, and you liked Rizzo yelling at Lindor. I love that. Yeah, that was cool. I love the Liz, uh, Lizzo. <laughs> you love, boy. <laughs> the Yankees need Lizzo on this team. <laughs> she would be terrific. Uh, well, let's if they relax. could get her. <laughs> yeah, I liked Rizzo yelling at Lindor. I liked Lindor and Herman chatting it up. Right. I thought a great game played by. Um, third baseman on the Yankees. Jerry. Are you okay today? I don't think so. Josh Donaldson. Yeah. Like I, I picture I, 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 all these guys. I just my brain isn't working. I get it. Mine's not either. So I did not sleep a lot Sunday night because we had our baseball party and people were there late, which was totally fine. And I slept a lot less than I expected Sunday night. Yeah. You know, yesterday I went home. I took a one hour nap from noon to one. Then at four o'clock, as I was getting ready, Joseph had baseball practice on his new team. I had to take him. I took a nap from four to four twenty. Nice, a nice twenty minute. <laughs> I like that I could keep my eyes open. Then we're at practice. I'm like, I'm just in the car and take a nap <laughs> because I knew I had the baseball game last night, which I did fall asleep in the seventh inning. I was able to watch the last two innings when I came here this morning. I didn't. I didn't intend to fall asleep, but I, I couldn't keep my eyes open. You're getting your power naps in, Jerry. That works. My point is, I get it. Yeah. Our, we're not sleeping. Our brains don't work so good. I see them in my head, Jerry. I saw Josh Donaldson in my head. I saw Francisco Lindor in my head, just, but I couldn't say their names. I know that. And yet you came up with Oswaldo Cabrera. Yes. <laughs> that makes no sense. I know. You don't You don't never know how these brains are going to work. My goodness. Now, Funny. I did see that. Uh, first of all, Max Scherzer, that's the second straight game, Jerry. He's given up four runs. That's not good. No, it's not great. I, that's what I said. He was a little off. and he w- the, the thing about him, though, that I would compare him to DeGrom in this way. I mean, they're very different pitchers, but you can compare a lot of the stuff they do is even when he's not on, you feel like... If the Reds would have scored some runs last night, he still would have been in line to win a game. Right. Still gives you a really good chance, even when he doesn't have it. Right, you'd think he can work through it. Yes, which... Power through. Which he did get into the seventh inning. It's not like he was brutal. He just wasn't kind of what you... I think Buck said 
he didn't spoil us tonight like he has so many times with where you just, it's a no sweat. He's not going to give up more than a run and just score a couple, you'll win. So a little that, different. That play to the plate where Starling Marte threw that ball yeah. from, I thought he had him. It looked like it, but I also thought when you saw his left hand kind of slide along the plate, usually in that case, well, not usually, but it, I, I did think he was safe. Yeah, I thought we were going to get a nice little replay on that. and th- But then I, well, as soon as they go to the replay with did he leave early, boy, he timed that perfect. Yeah, it was be- everything was really good. And it was funny because they said on TV, like, oh, Joey Cora came running through the dugout. And I'm thinking either he thought he was safe, I mean, out. And then he said, no, he left early. And then they showed the replay. No, he didn't. Yeah. Like, where is he running to? <laughs> right. What did he see? I don't know. Unless he can't. Can he see the split screen like we saw on TV? No. No, he can't. Because he did it in real time. It was when it happened. Oh, okay. Keith said, you're going to have an appeal at third base because Joey Cora just sprinted to Buck Showalter. Okay. And then they show the replay. It's like, no, he left. It was perfect. A perfect. Perfect time. Yeah. You could have done it better, actually. By the way, Keith Hernandez will join us at 8 o'clock today. I did see that. That's cool. Yeah. Very good. In studio? Not in studio, Jerry. You know, he doesn't like to drive all that much. He I don't already blame has him. a long drive. You're going out to City Field, and it's a nighttime well, game. Well, the Bronx. Oh, the Bronx, right. I mean, if he wants to go to City Field, he can, he can camp out. He'll be that the only be, one there. That will be the wrong place. <laughs> so we do get, you say, Taiwan Walker tonight, Jerry. We found that out a Yeah, uh, which is disappointing. Against Frankie Montas. 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 It just, I, it would have been fun to see DeGrom go out there now. I mean, I know you'll get him against Colorado, I guess, Thursday, but I don't know. Right. Well, give us a little something. Yeah. And give I us did, fans a little something. And something. I didn't realize we have an open night tomorrow night. Yeah, open night for both teams, right? Yeah, because the Yankees go to Oakland where apparently the ghost of Giancarlo Stanton might play. So that's kind of cool. But Is, no one will see it, Damian, at 10 o'clock at night. Right. He's likely back Thursday in Oakland. Yes. Where he's been, we don't know. I know. I know, I know, I know. But it looks like he's going to be with the team and play. Or wow. I should have, and hit. DH. Yeah, probably. Half play. Well, I mean, you know what you'll take? You need his at-bats. So if he's back, here's where the Yankees can laugh off the last five weeks. Beat the Mets tonight and then go take care of the crappy A's over the weekend. Then all of a sudden you could be looking at a six-game winning streak. Well, and you got to sweep the A's. Yeah, I mean, forgotten until you get to October. Right. But, I mean, now you go out and struggle, and I'm... Again, I'm. I shouldn't do this, but I'm saying this is how they can be right. Win tonight, sweep the two from the Mets, and then go. In. Now you can't go out and lose two games to the A's. No, you cannot. But if you go out and do what they usually do and sweep Oakland, you could be looking at a six-game winning streak at the end of the week. Then how about that? That's what have you done for me lately? Well, that's what Six we do. Win streak. Everything we do is what have you done for me yeah. lately? No, I'm. I'm good with that. I'm good with what Did have you done for me lately. Real quick, I don't know that you put it on the show sheet or not, so I don't know if we were going to talk about it, but before we go to break, did you see, I know the headline is Albert Pujols hits, his, hits another home run for the Cardinals. You see what number he's at now? No, I do not. He's at, if you had to take Career-wise? A, yes. If you had to take a, I'll tell you, all I'll say is this, because I don't want to give it away. Top 10 in all-time home runs. You have any idea where he's at? 398. Oh, Jesus, God, no. no. I said top 10. Six ninety three last night. <laughs> he's only <laughs> he's only three away from a rod for fourth all time. That's pretty cool. So what seemed like it was far fetched, maybe even just a few weeks ago, that he'd get to seven hundred. With the way he's hitting them now, he's going to get to seven hundred. But my point is, that's the headline. 
Did you see Jordan Montgomery throw a complete game, one hitter, and walked nobody? That did make the show sheet, Jerry, but here's how it made the show sheet. sheet. You're okay. You added a, a key element, which I did? I did not. Okay. Here's what I wrote. Jordan Montgomery throws complete game shutout okay. for Cardinals. You tell me it was a one-hitter? It was hitter? a one-hitter. It was a double in the third inning, and that's it, and he walked nobody. That's unbelievable. And the home run by Pools, I think, was in the seventh inning. So it's not like it was, you know, he got a run in the first inning. No, no, it was like a seventh inning home run. So I'm sure at some point the uh, the Jordan Montgomery trade will work out for the Yankees. Right now it looks silly. Yeah, right now that is not working out. Not yet. All right, we'll take a quick break. 517, we've got lots to do. We will get to, I guess, probably the Jets at some point. I don't know. Uh, and then some more baseball and other things as well. A packed show coming up. Boomer and Gio at 6 on The Fan. All right, 25 after 5. Hello. My name is Jerry. His name is Al. The Eddie Scazzeri with us as well. The Eddie Scazzeri. Uh, what else? What is the Casbah? Like, these guys say rock the Casbah. Oh, it's a, it's a bar in Egypt. So rock the bar in Egypt? I don't. I honestly have no idea. It's one of those songs. I, I've always asked you on the podcast when you were a kid, did you ever really break down what a song was as a child? Or did you just sing it? I just sung it. This was one. Never even gave it two seconds of thought. The only way I would break it down is if they, I would uh, look at the video, the music video on MTV, and try to figure out from there. Like, I okay. remember Rock the Casbah. They were in front of some sort of oil wells where there was, like, oil drilling going on. So I bet you has something to do with oil. Like, I'll give you one. R.E.M.'s Orange Crush. Yeah. I never knew what that was about until I saw a special on it. Not on the song, but on them. On that Access TV, yeah. like three weeks ago, I would think it was about that soda. Yes, that's Orange what I, Crush. I think that's what a lot of people thought. Actually, I thought it was about the Denver Broncos. Oh, that would be <laughs> it was awesome. about the Agent Orange in in Vietnam, and oh. it was like, a, yeah, I had no idea. That until, makes sense. And you know how many times I've heard that song? I don't think of the you don't think God, of the lyrics. Orange Crush is about Agent Orange. Yeah, that's pretty cool. They were taking a stand. Stand in well, that place not where what I you mean. live. That's not what I. Which mm. why? Which is why, and I think Spike does it. Which is why I think it's very cool to break down lyrics of songs. Yes, I think that's kind of neat to have an understanding. But it's also like I tell you too. The and I guess it's been going on for years and years and years, and I know that. But some of these songs that are like on regular radio are so sexual in nature, and I know they they don't even bleep them out. They silence certain words. Because of Spotify now, and then you hear them, like, my God. <laughs> you feel like the old guy with Elvis back in the day. <laughs> right. Who's this guy swinging his right. hips on my television? <laughs> yes, I feel like sexual. the old guy. But some of it is so graphic, it's unbelievable. Yeah, I don't care for that kind of music. No, I understand. Shocking. I'm 50, I, I'll be 53 right. years old. We seem like the... And I don't... I listen to it, and I hear it, but I just... Now I'm almost more attentive to the lyrics, and it's like, damn. I don't even hear it because I don't have, like, teenage children. Right. So it's – and I used to hear it from Craig in his office. Yeah, sure. When I would go in there prior, you know, before the Boomer and Carton show. Yeah. So that's the only way I used to know new music. I'd hear what he was blasting. Well, I only know – so when I'm in the car with the kids, I only put 92.3 on or this station. That's it. You got to teach those kids about alt-rock. My wife is a big fan of 102.7. But she's also listens to Spotify a little bit too, and so 
Now, she's heard some of the unedited versions, and even she was taken aback by it. That's why you got to stick to the free Odyssey app. You're right. You're absolutely right about that. You know what I love about that? I can listen to K-Rock out of L.A. Right. It's awesome. That is kind of cool. That is cool. So, yeah. Uh, Let's see, Jerry. We got news on Kayvon Thibodeau. Yeah, not as great, not as good as we thought. Yeah, it seemed like uh, after he left uh, the game the other night with an injury. Yep. Some people said it was a dirty low hit. Others said perhaps, but that's in the rules. Mm -hmm. Well, even Dable said he's got to learn to take on that block a little bit better. Got to get his hands out. Because it's illegal. Yeah. Even though it looks dirty. Uh, and then, uh, so he was, he didn't take the cart, right? He Well, not out. only that, walking through the tunnel after the game, he looks at, he's walking, he's looking at the reporter, he goes, I'm good, guys. I'm good. Yeah, well, not so good. Not so good. He's going to miss three to four weeks, sprained MCL. Yep. Now, Dable would not say whether or not he will play week one. It's day to day. Don't know yet. Would not answer do the, the question. the math on three to four weeks, Jerry. Well, the opener is the 11th. So we're about three weeks out. Is it three weeks in this week or two weeks? It's three weeks. Today's the 20, what is today? The 23rd? Today's the 23rd, Jerry. So in one week, that will be August 30th. Yeah, so you're three weeks out. A week after out. that, September. It's going to be close. Yeah, it's going to be close. If you don't see him week one, you'll see him week two probably. Uh, right. My guess is he'll play week one. Is that right? That's, That's your guess. prediction. Yes. Are you predicting Zach Wilson to play week one? No. Okay. No, right, so Joe Flacco's going to bore us for three weeks. <laughs> three weeks? I don't know. I think Joe Flacco makes the start week one. So you check you checked out some of this uh, Jet game last night, Jets-Falcons? Just what I did this morning. I did not check it out last night when it was happening. No, I was but watching just, the Mets and Yankees. Right, but just eyeballed. Like, yes. Yeah, let me see what's in. Uh, of course, absolutely. And the, what, the big takeaway you got from it was a fumble return for a touchdown. Well, that was at the end. I guess the the big takeaway in the paper, and the, the, so there was written about, was Bryce Hall. Uh, the defensive back for the Jets got burned a couple of times. That's not good. I don't no. like hearing somebody getting burned. No, but Mike White did start. Then Chris Strevler uh, played, played well, and Robert Sala called him a warrior. Strevler? Yeah. He's a warrior. He's a warrior. First he, of all, he's a quarterback. He is the not third string quarterback. When I fourth th- string. Right. If I think fourth about a string. warrior, I think about Mike Singletary. That's a warrior. That's a or you know Ray Lewis. Yeah, a guy that's out there that's crushing people. Ronnie Lott cut his finger off to finish a game. Warrior. Warrior. I would even say no joke. I would even say an offensive lineman. Warrior. warrior. In the trenches every snap. I'm sorry. No disrespect to Boomer. I don't think about a quarterback and think warrior. Maybe Brett Favre because he never came out of a game he and was he was always warrior. hurt and playing. Yeah. Okay. Other than that, I, Eli Chris Strebler, not a warrior. Eli Manning against the Niners in that playoff game, warrior. Warrior, yes. What so you individual say? performances. McNair? Yeah, that, yeah, okay. Air McNair? That, that's fine, too, sure. Warriors. I would say warrior, yeah. Fourth stringer, not a warrior. No, a clipboard holder. Good one, Honestly. Jerry. You're a clipboard holder. Yeah, you're a scout team quarterback, which is incredibly needed and useful to a team. Not a warrior. Not a warrior. No. Good point. You know another warrior performance, Sherry? Emmett Smith, broken shoulder against the Giants, mm. running all over the faces. was that a broken shoulder. Warrior. Eh, not a broken shoulder. I think it was a slight separation. All right, separated shoulder. That no, no. sounds like And trouble. he wanted the ball. Yeah. And I was at that game. Feed me the ball. Let me give you another warrior performance. Um, CC Sabathia. When Brewers. it was the Brewers. Give me the ball I every agree. day. Every other warrior. day he was starting games. Yep. I, I Taking your warrior calls. I agree. Chris Streveler, nice job last night. 
not think about what it would take for Chris Strebler to actually play in an NFL game with the Jets this year. All right, so uh, right now, Jerry, Joe uh, Flacco get hurt, Zach Wilson stay hurt, and Mike White get hurt. I mean, other than that, he's going to be out there every snap. Not only that, Jerry, they bring somebody else in. <laughs> You're right. right. They would. So, yes, they're, the minute yes. Joe Flacco goes down, if he goes down when Zach Wilson, Jimmy G, <laughs> they're bringing somebody else in. Somebody be like, "Roll oh, that guy still around." Brian Hoyer will roll out of He's somewhere. Got, is Brian Hoyer on a roster yes. this year? For real? 100%. I'm gonna, I'll give you a couple teams where I think he's on. He could possibly be on the Colts. He could possibly be on the Patriots. He's I'll on the you, Patriots. Wow. Wow. He is that right. guy's like a coach at this How point. How old do you think he is? 37. He's 36. He'll be 37 this season. Nailed it. Yeah, look at that. He's like a that, like that guy will be a coach someday. Like uh, Gary Kubiak. Never really played. He backed up John Elway all those years. But if you're a longtime backup quarterback, you become a coach. Yeah, Because you learn a lot. You learn a lot by watching. It's kind of like catchers are good managers. They see the whole field for years and years and years. And yet we don't really get a lot of managers that were catchers. Joe Girardi. Joe Torrey. Joe Torrey wasn't a catcher. Joe Torrey was was a catcher? Yeah. Really? Eddie's giving, I I think, for the Braves. I actually thought Joe Torrey was a second baseman. No. Third baseman and also outfield, but I was a catcher. Mostly catcher. Interesting. Look at that. I can't name another one, but, oh, Mike Sosha, catcher. Yeah. That's a good one, too. He was was with the Angels for a long time. Tony Pena, coach, not a manager, though. I don't think he ever managed. I'd have to look. Tony Pena? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. But anyway, you're, to your point, though, you're right. That's why the backup quarterbacks. So maybe Brian Hoyer will come here and be a coach quarterback when someone gets hurt. <laughs> Jerry, let me throw this phrase at you in regards to Brian Hoyer. Belichick coaching tree. Is that sexy well, Yeah, it hasn't been as successful as you'd think, though, right? No, it has not. You know, they have a lot of big names there that haven't done so well in other places. You know what's weird? They have, the Patriots are having Matt Patricia call offensive plays. The guy's a defensive guy. <laughs> what are they doing up there? I don't know. He lost out. Like, Joe Judge lost out to calling plays to a defensive guy. Who failed as a coach in Detroit. The failing Matt Patricia. Well, no, I mean, listen, in the role he's in, he'll probably be fine. Uh, he, he is going to get help. You know, you got coaches up there with him if he's in the booth. Right, and uh, Belichick did say, listen, I make the final calls. Of course he does, as long as he's engaged on every play, which he will be. That's me. I make all the calls. By the way, the Jets are going to start 37-year-old Joe Flacco being protected by 37-year-old Dwayne Brown. Yes. Not great. Uh, No, but Dwayne Brown has had a good career, so he's 37. Hopefully he can move a little bit. And he's got the blind side, Jerry. He does have the blind side. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, we're going to take a break in a minute. Did you see the, um, this is a little off topic, but okay. I'm surprised you didn't bring it up. Let me I mean, we're 34 minutes in. You didn't bring in the, bring up the Ken. Did you see the Kenny Lofton story? I did see the Kenny Lofton story. So I wasn't sure what to do with it. That's why I left it off. Well, the here's, show a, here's my, I'll ask you a question. All right. So Kenny Lofton is being sued for sending multiple coworkers. And I believe he co-owns the company. So it's really Workers below him, essentially. It's not okay. even like his equals. Uh, female workers, uh, pictures of his penis. Okay. Kenny Lofton is not 17 years old. No, he's a mature gentleman. He's retired from baseball. One of the guys long. that's suing him was hired to manage his Instagram account to make sure he doesn't send out a, do anything stupid. And he sent yeah, him he's the He's sending penis. penis pictures to women? Like, at what point do we grow up? 
Did he also send to the guy managing the Instagram? Didn't say. It only said female workers. Do you think the Instagram account guy had to be like, Kenny, I can't post this? I don't know. May I don't know. I know you told me to run your Schween photo through no, a filter. that's not what he through said. Through the sepia no, no, filter. That but is not what he said. That's I not what he said. I can't do it. But TMZ's got, like, all the lawsuit documents. Yeah. Kenny Lofton hasn't played in a long... He played for the Yankees one year. Right. Long-time Cleveland Indian, now the Guardians. He's got to be in his 50s. Oh, at least, still yeah. doing this? I'm going to say yes, in his 50s. I guess he is still doing it. I guess. I mean, they must have, obviously, the evidence if they're suing him. Also, what's weird is there have been enough stories now about people doing this, and you know you then get caught and fired and yes. sued. What? Why continue? Like, to... unless he's got a text message from one of the girls asking for it. Right. What are you doing? Hey, and Kenny, in that you, case, uh... what are you doing? Right. Right. I would think that seems like a trap. Yes. Stupid. Really? And I don't know what his family life. I don't know if he's married. I have no idea. But the, And it said it was workers. Workers. Not right. a Plural. worker. Yes. <laughs> I mean, very God, odd. Very I, bizarre, Jerry. It's just unbelievable. Anyway, all right, 25 in front of 6. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to reset the show. We're still going to try and find out who's supposed to anchor at 5 o'clock. We'll do that, too, right here on The Fan. All right, a little warrant for you on a Tuesday morning right here on The Fan of Rooney, 542. Alan Jerry with you till the top of the hour. We've got the Boomer and Geo Soiree then. Jerry, I got some news about Tony Pena. Okay. He actually managed the Royals. When? From 2002 to 2005. And how about this, Jerry? In 2003, AL Manager of the Year. Tony Pena. I do not remember Tony Pena managing the Royals. Earlier in the show, we were talking about catchers. Uh, since they're game managers, they sh- they oftentimes could be good uh, managers in baseball. Yeah, sure. I, I don't remember that. Wow. Oh, good for him. Uh, Eddie brings up hey, a good, good for one. him. Yogi Berra, also a yep. catcher. Well, you're going back a ways now. Oh, yeah. I'm going back, 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 back. By the way, Massapequa Coast. Yes, they lost. Eliminated from the Little League World Series with a loss to Holidaysburg. That seems like a made-up name in a movie. I would say to the kids in Massapequa, you've disappointed us. (laughs) No, they have not. You really let us down. I know they got got mercy to Honolulu. What was the score of that game? Did you write it down? I did 7-1. Okay. So, very It's a great experience for them, though. Well. No, no, you're not, not for disappointed. Us fans. Not for us fans, no, no. Jerry. You listen, you low life single fifty two year old that's never had to care for anything other than a dog. It there they did a great job. Let us down, no, unfortunately. You wouldn't know stop. Stop, stop, stop. Do I remember the Tom's River kids a couple years ago. They did not let us down. They, they won lost it all. to Massapequa Coast the other night. What are you talking about? Saying a couple years earlier. Yeah, all right. That was with Todd Frazier. Stop it. Oh, Todd Frazier. Stop it, stop it, stop it. So get them next year, kids. Although That's the those... first time ever, I believe, Massapequa Coast had a team in the Little League World Series. Is that right? how oh, yeah, hard it right. is to do it that? It is very difficult. These kids have been playing since March. Well, and they've been in the winter, but I mean, it's, it's the end of August. Has the Little Fellas League of Colonia ever had a team in the Little League I World Series? I don't know that I've ever seen Colonia in the Little League World Series. What about the Little Fellas League? I don't, I don't ah, believe so. Fella. I The only teams I ever think of from New Jersey are Tom's River. Me too. And I'm not saying there haven't been others. I'm sure there have been, but... That's actually the only team I think of at all in the Little League World Series. It's always I always feel like Tom's River's in the mix. Let's see. Teams from New Jersey in Little League 
War World Series. You I'm, think we're going to come up with anything else? I'm su- yes, I do think we'll get one more. I'm surprised uh, my team in Colonia, where I didn't have a hit that entire season, I'm surprised we didn't make a run. Then I would have been in the little First of all, you were on the team. Yeah. Teams that get this far don't have kids on it that have zero hits for your entire season. They don't have one kid on that team who doesn't have a hit? Who's, uh, who's hitless? No. There's so no So everyone's chance. good on those there's teams. No Aren't they chance. generally all-star teams from yes. whatever league also? Yes. Shockingly, I never made you, the all-star you team. You would be out. Yeah, I was out. I mean. Are you... <laughs> I was out for that. You're hilarious. Uh, Baker Mayfield, Jerry, has officially been named the Panthers starting quarterback week one against the Browns. Shocker. I'm suddenly interested in this game. New Jersey's had a lot of teams actually go Is there. Is that right? Yeah. How about that? Like who? Well, give me another big time. Um, if this, if I'm reading this correctly, yeah. and I might not be, so I take it back. Um, let's see. This is what 2022. Yep, sure is. Mm, yeah, maybe not. Uh, maybe not. I'm I'm seeing Elizabeth, New Jersey, Jackson, New Jersey, but I don't know if they actually made it or they just got to the regional final. I'll check it. Go ahead. Anyway. Baker Mayfield, yeah. This Baker was not Mayfield, a shock. no, not a shock, but it's cool that he gets to play the Browns in week one. That's a game that I would have no interest in if Baker Mayfield wasn't quarterbacking the Browns. Okay. Or quarterbacking the Panthers against the Browns. Right, right, right. Now I'm interested in red zone, them going to updates on that. Yeah, well, here we go. The NFL got another thing that they wanted. Right. I hope Baker Mayfield spanks these guys. I do, too. I do, too. I feel Sick like he got Browns. a raw deal last yep. year with all the injuries and... They were not a great team, but they, you know, he had the win over Pittsburgh in the playoffs the year before. I'm with you on this one. I hope he turns out to be really good. Boomer liked that he played hurt. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to that game week one. I haven't looked at the week one games yet, but that's one I'll be peeking in. Is okay. that an early lean for a cool game? Uh, oh, that's a definite. That's 100 cool percent a cool game. Absolutely, I'll tell you that right now. How could that not be with Baker Mayfield playing the Browns? Yeah, the only Absolutely. other game I know of Week One, Jerry, is the one you told me about: Bucks, Cowboys, Cowboys Sunday Night Football. Yeah, there's actually a lot of. Um, I would say there are. We're not going to do it Don't now. Don't do cool games, but man. I will tell you, just looking at it quickly, and you yeah. know, I'm tough. No, you are. I'm tough. tougher than you are with cool games. Right. I find something cool about a game, and I like it. I will tell you, looking quickly at it, several. Number of cool games. Several. Now, That's... part of that is because we don't know what these teams are yet. Right. Some teams you think are going to be good turn out to be total crap by week four. <laughs> so they are never in a cool game. Week one, really good name value. Lots of cool games. Good potential. <coughs> Jerry, good potential. <coughs> Tom Brady returned to practice yesterday. Yes, he did. Everyone was happy about that. He didn't speak, I don't think. No, he did not speak. I don't think so. I didn't see a quote from him. We don't nope. have anything. Not that I expect him in the system, but <laughs> um, so I don't. I don't know. I, maybe today he will. He's got to talk at some point. He just got right back to work. Yes, but if you're if you're covering that team like a young Buck reporter, Al Dukes would have oh, been twenty five years ago. I'd have demanded an interview. He shows up on the practice field after not being there for a week and a half. I would. I would think that the PR guy is going to be fielding questions from the media, like, "Hey, can we talk to Tom? Like, what? Where the hell has he been?" So he's got to spin. I know he's Tom Brady. I get it, and he's 40-something years old. But you kind of owe it to your fans and them to give him five minutes. Do you think this move by Tom Brady will set a precedent for guys like, like Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. Like Aaron Rodgers be like, you know what? I'm not coming to training camp next year. Not coming to training camp will never work. But you want to tell me take a week off like Brady just did? But didn't he take two weeks off, Brady? Took uh, 10 days, yeah. 10 days, yeah. He was back on his 11th day. 
Maybe. I mean, if you're a team that's got a good quarterback, even at the age of a Brady or a Rodgers, and they're not only good, they're elite still, um, I would think you would probably do everything you could to still appease them. But like, like salaries have gotten so insane. Nuts. The next thing will be time off. Eh, you know what? I'm not going to go to practice. Yeah, but you know what? When they were making $10 million a year, that wasn't insane? Yes. Like, I don't know where all this ends. I mean, so the Cowboys are valued at $8 billion now. <laughs> you know, again, valued at. That's not the money they're holding, although Jerry right. Jones is loaded. But I don't know. I, I Maybe time off, I guess. I'm not sure. I don't know the answer to that is. Yeah, I kind of feel like everyone's got And then the NBA guys will take this and run with it. Be like, you know what? Mm. Well, they're already doing that. Going oh, to play back-to-backs. Oh, correct. But, but they'll play all summer in these pro-ams. <laughs> I mean, good Lord. That's all they do is play. These pro-ams, are they played on, like, street courts? Uh, the ones that I've seen have been indoors in gyms. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if there. I'm sure there have been outdoor. I haven't seen that. Like, do they play at these Rucker Park-type places? Oh, there are guys that have showed up and done yeah. that. I saw, wasn't Donovan Mitchell there? Yes. I think he just showed up at Rucker Park last week. I think. Pretty sure I saw that. That'd be intimidating to play on a... Street basketball court in New York City. Uh, I would recommend it for you. <laughs> for me? I wouldn't recommend you in your own basketball court right now, <laughs> let alone go to Rucker Park. <laughs> hey, guys, I want to take you guys on. Me and Jerry want to take you guys on two on two. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That'd be so stupid. <laughs> yep. Bring it. Bring us your two best guys. Look at these two dorks. <laughs> I go right for the outside shot, Jerry. And I'm it would not driving. Be blocked in your face. <laughs> The old set shot from the 1950s, Al, doesn't work anymore. <laughs> Al, I the two-handed a, set shot. <laughs> I might get a basketball spiked in my face like a volleyball. You might. Yeah, you might. Absolutely. Boing. The Steelers and Jaguar fans, Jerry, got into a lengthy brawl during the NFL preseason Boy, game. fans suck. What is wrong with people? Even the guy that ran on the field last night, the, the baseball game, what are you doing? Oh, I didn't see that. Someone ran onto oh, the yeah, field. Oh, yeah, yeah. Marwin, there's a, there's a good photo of, like, Marwin Gonzalez just, like, looking at him. Like, Was dude. he nude or he, was, no. he wasn't was a streaker? No, he wasn't a streaker. He just decided to run on the field like a jackass. <laughs> and, like, you don't even get the, and this is not the right word, but you don't even get the notoriety or the recognition for it anymore because the networks won't put it on. Now, I know with the Twitter, you know, with the cameras, some people, but it's not like a close-up. It's not like they used to follow them around. With the, it's like, oh, it's so stupid. That is stupid. And these brawls are dumb. The brawls are dumb, but uh, when they reached one of the fans who got into the brawl, he said, listen, we need to get in mid-season form as well. <laughs> so they were just practicing brawling, Jerry. Apparently, you don't need mid-season form to just knock each other out. Yep. Are you interested in the trilogy winning the Big Three Championship? What's the trilogy? A team that just won the Big Three Championship oh, on Big CBS three Sports basketball. Network. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not interested in this Big You're Three. You're not interested theory. in anything. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's not true. I do love the NFL. That that is, you know what? I'll give you that. That is true. I love Red Zone Channel. I love NFL. I love the Mets now. Uh, because they're winning. Because they're winning again. Right. Well, you've always liked the Mets, though. Yes. In fairness, so that's not. That's not a stretch. But they disappoint. They did disappoint me. But you hate me. baseball throughout the season, though. Yeah, they disappointed me last night. I I got you. We'll go back and win tonight. Yes. Get a split. You've taken three out of four. How has Taiwan Walker been? Because I remember he was really good. He's been average. He's been average, right? Since the All-Star right? break again. Yeah, we need a above average. Oh, yes, you do. 
Yes, you do. Otherwise, you're going to get a walk and a, and a home run for Aaron Judge. You'll be down 2 nothing in the first inning again. And then Frankie Mon- Montas. Montas. He, his, uh, his last game was decent, right? No. Oh, that was no. so he's had three bad ones. He has not been good. Oh, he's not had any decent ones. No. Okay. Well, let's not make this a get-right game for him. How about final score tonight? Mets 12, Yankees 9. Oh, that I would love. That <laughs> might, I would love to see a slugfest. You never know. Quick break, 553. Uh, Boomer and Geo in just seven minutes, literally in seven minutes. But right now, an Odyssey Sports Minute with Amy Lawrence. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Right, we got about a minute till the top. Boomer is um, abusing Al at the moment. Might break his neck. If not a shoulder, that's certainly possible. The Yankees beat the Mets last night, and the uh, Jets did beat the Falcons. Al, why don't you try and talk? Go ahead. <laughs> that was a boomer massage. Jerry. Um, Compose yourself. Yeah. There's a new golf. <laughs> uh, Jerry, there's a new golf video game. I don't know if you play the golf video game. I games. don't play video games. You have a big video game. But do you know there was the Tiger Woods all those years yeah. ago before Tiger Woods, uh, you know, got in trouble for misstepping <laughs> a couple hundred times? <laughs> well, uh, there's a, a the video game is back, a PGA 2K23. Yeah. And you can golf as Tiger Woods. Or how about this one, Jerry? You could golf as Michael Jordan. Can I be Charles Barkley? I don't think you can be Charles oh. Barkley. Oh, okay. But you could be Michael Jordan. Well, I want to be Michael Jordan. Well, if I'm going to be a, not in the golfer, I want to be Charles Barkley with that stupid swing. Right. That well, seems I... fun. WFAN. WFAN FM. WFAN FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.